Hello, this is Dr. Carmen, and you are on the couch. Thank you for stopping by to listen to my podcast. Today's topic is how to know when you need professional mental health help. Yes, I said it. When do you need professional help? I know most of us like to talk to our aunties, our friends, our parents, uh, perhaps some clergy people, you like to chat with people in your community and you think that you don't need somebody like myself, a licensed psychologist or licensed mental health counselor or anybody in that field. So I am taking this topic from an article published in Forbes Health. According to that article, there are four signs to look out for to know when it's time to seek professional mental health help. This article was uh, written by Megan Menorino. My pardons if I mispronounced your last name. But again, her name is Megan Menorino. And with some expert uh, oversight by Stacey Diane Arunas. Leadham, um, who is a licensed psychologist. And um, so let's get into it. Um, I'm leaving all the odds and ums in here this time. I'm not editing them. So I hope this hot topic is helpful for you. Um, Mental health is health because what affects the mental also can affect the physical and vice versa. So for example, If you are stressed out and you have a history of diabetes, um, the stress could cause your insulin levels to um, go out of range, thereby causing your sugar levels to go out of range. Um, Stress is not a good thing when you're diabetic. Stress is also not a good thing when you have chronic illnesses such as chronic pain, um, chronic autoimmune system issues, chronic joint pain, arthritis, um, other illnesses that stress can drive the symptoms up or make the symptoms worse. So that's one way. Um, If you are prone to hypertension and you have unmanaged stress or anxiety or depression, that too can affect your blood pressure that too can affect other organs and chronic stress in general without a mechanism to uh, fight against or flee from as in fight or flight also causes physical issues because your body doesn't do what it normally does when it's getting ready to fight or flee a situation or when it's freezing up So those are some of the reasons that um, mental health is just as important as physical health. That's my opinion. I'm sticking with it. Um, But we have to take care of the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. So one sign, according to this article published in Forbes Health, is that stress is too much to bear. So again, like I said, stress is a biological response. Um, that your brain perceives a threatening situation and it sets up a whole cascade of things, adrenaline, cortisol, all of the things preparing your muscles to get out of the situation 
or to fight your way out of the situation. If you've been listening to me a while, you've heard me say that your gut shuts down because we don't need to digest while we're trying to get away from something bad happening. We want to use that energy to power our muscles, to hopefully think rationally so that you can find a clear way out or a better way through whatever the situation is. So um, according to this article, neurotransmitters within the brain activate the amygdala, which again is responsible for fight or flight, but also responsible for a lot of our emotions. So, you know, that could be stress from life changes like divorce or financial issues or a medical diagnosis or work-related pressure or relationship-related pressures. Um, but stress that is prolonged and unmanaged for long periods can have negative physical effects like I was just talking about, a weakened immune system. Um, according to this article, um, our bodies usually first tell us that something is wrong and we need to slow down to decrease our stress levels. Um, and it's one of the reasons taking time to relax or meditate can be helpful. But if stress overtakes your life, according to the article, or someone, someone that you know stress overtakes their life, it may make sense to see a psychologist or licensed mental health counselor and or a psychiatrist. Um, sign number two, according to this article, is anxiety becomes debilitating. So, you know, it's normal to get nervous from time to time. It's normal to worry from time to time, especially if it's a situational worry, like you're doing a new presentation, you're starting a new job, or you've got a promotion, so you're starting with new responsibilities. Um, and some of those symptoms can include, you know, increased heart rate, difficulty breathing, feeling a tightness in your chest. Um, and again, it can be related to a tense or stressful event. When anxiety is manifested itself to the point where you are unable to function, it's important to get help, according to the expert in this article. I agree. So why would you come to see me? Your anxiety is so through the roof that you can't complete your coursework. You blank out on tests that you know you've studied for. Um, you are deathly afraid to go out of the house during COVID, the height of the epidemic. I had a lot of people who had a lot of health anxiety anyway, and COVID just made it worse. So they were afraid to do simple things like leave the house. Again, we didn't know um, how COVID was transmitted. We didn't know how to protect ourselves. We didn't even know all of the symptoms that were related to COVID so that we could know if we had it or someone we knew had it so we could know if we were exposed. So people with those kinds of social anxieties and health anxieties, they were through the roof. They would not want to leave the house. They were having major panic attacks at the thought of going to the house, even as we were doing more of this mobile um, health and you know services those in the service industries were having some issues with having to even be out in public to do their job because the health anxieties and the social anxieties were made so much more worse by this pandemic 
So they weren't being able to go in and out of the house. They were having major panic attacks about having people over, even outside on the patio, having people over, having too many people, having not enough people. And it just became a problem. Um, number three, depression is your new normal. Again, just as with anxiety, feeling sad, feeling blue, um, crying a lot or being more irritable and angry, uh, feeling unnecessary guilt, feeling worthless and helpless, those feelings may come up from time to time. And they may be situation related. You lost a loved one. You lost uh, a pet. You have some other kind of financial or other loss. It is appropriate to feel sad during those things. You're leaving college to go off and move on your own. It can be a happy, sad situation because now, again, you're leaving the familiar and going to something new and feeling sad about closing a chapter in your life. So according to this article, um, when depression is your new normal, it's your everyday thing, you're always kind of like Eeyore and Winnie the Pooh, everything is sad, everything is negative, then um, it's time to seek some help. Someone who is depressed will also feel have feelings of sadness and guilt and loss of previously enjoyed activities. Um, there are multiple treatments for depression, including medication. Same thing for anxiety. But you may want to talk to a professional. If you're not going out as much with people, you're not doing the things that used to make you happy, um, you have no joy anymore, um, you're having difficulty getting out of bed and doing the normal activities of daily living, brushing your teeth, combing your hair, getting dressed, um, you know, washing your face, uh, doing your grocery shopping, paying your bills, interacting with people that you normally interact with, your loved ones at home, your friends. If those things have come to a screeching halt and it's been a while, it's time to seek professional help. Number four, if mania causes extreme emotions. So first of all, what is mania? Mania is characterized, according to this article, as an extreme emotional high or low where a person can become uncontrollable. Symptoms can include racing thoughts, rapid speech, irritability, and paranoia. Manic episodes are an indicator of mental health a mental health condition called bipolar one or schizoaffective disorder. So mood swings can be triggered by stress, but if the person is cycling through a high or manic episode and a low or depressed episode consistently, it's definitely time to seek help. It is definitely time to seek help if you find yourself in this manic phase, engaging in more and more risky behaviors, um, indiscriminate sex with other people, a higher um, desire for sex in inappropriate ways with people you barely know, um, a sudden increase in spending sometimes that comes with the mania, um, doing other risky behaviors um, because 
you feel like you're Superman or Superwoman and you're invincible and you can do all the things all at once, um, those are signs you need to get some help. Um, you're doing more risky things because you think you're above it all, that you're smarter than everybody else, that you, you're just clearly not thinking straight. So those are reasons, especially in a high manic episode, to seek professional help. Again, professional help includes therapy with a licensed provider as well as medication at that point for the mania. Um, so those are four tips uh, or four signs according to this article, which was also supported by the National Association Alliance for Mental Illness or NAMI. So you need to reach out if you are having some of these signs and it is really affecting your day-to-day in major ways, your day-to-day working, your day-to-day relationships, your day-to-day interactions with other people, and being able to take care of yourself. That is when you need to get help. So they go further to talk about other signs to look for when assessing whether or not you need professional help and deciding professional help is necessary. So on that list are a prolonged feeling of sadness, a loss of interest in social activities, changes in sleeping or eating patterns, increased drug or alcohol use, auditory or visual hallucinations. So you're hearing things that nobody else is hearing. You're seeing things that nobody else can see. Um, Extreme emotional highs and lows. Um, You know, the extreme mood swings. So let's be clear. Extreme mood swings where you're going from A to Z in five minutes, you know, I'm I'm exaggerating, but I want you to get the idea of what these highs and lows and mood swings look like. Um, thoughts of self-harm or suicide, paranoia, feeling like people are out to get you, trying to hurt you, trying to trick you, um, trying to make you look stupid. Those things are, you know, they're always on you. They're always after you. I never can do anything right. They just look down on me. Those are some paranoid thoughts that people have expressed. Um, A feeling of fatigue or lack of energy not related to your physical condition. And weight gain or loss unattributed to other conditions. So, Those are some additional symptoms to look for to know if you or somebody you love or care about is in need of professional help. Um, So how do you find professional help? I know that mental health is at a premium right now. Many of us have large caseloads and we talk to each other trying to find referrals for clients who come to us seeking help, even though we may be full at the moment. So one way to look for help is to go to the American Psychological Association or APA.org and look at the psychologist locator. Another way is to go to the um, health registry, National um, Health Registry. They too have a provider locator. Um, and you can also go to your state psychological or 
um, possibly even the state social worker associations for their psychological or therapy locators. For instance, the Florida Psychological Association, F-L-A-T-S-Y-C-H.org, also has a psychologist locator um, to help you get connected with these institutions, individuals, community mental health centers. Um, that is one other way to do it. If you're looking for um, Latinx providers, there is a separate um, provider list for that. I will include that in the liner notes. If you're looking for clinicians of color, you can look at therapyforblackgirls.com, therapyforblackmen.com, cliniciansofcolor.org, I believe it is. Um, those have some registries, directories on them. You can also check for more generally, Psychology Today across the U.S. has their provider list online as well. So those are some ways to find mental health if you have health insurance you can go to your health insurance provider, Blue Cross, Aetna, Cigna, uh, United Health, Optum, and see the provider directory. You will have to call each of these providers and ask what insurances they um, accept. If they're private pay, which means out of pocket, um, they will still have to run your insurance to find out if they are on your list. Um, for instance, I am on Aetna, but Aetna has a carve-out on the American uh, Affordable Care Act um, that is, you know, and only has a few providers on it. I am not one. I was not privy to how they selected who is on that. My, my thought is that they just chose larger groups and put those large groups in this region on their list for those patients under this special um, a Aetna healthcare list. You also have to be sure and read your insurance policy if it covers mental health services because not all of them do. Um, they try to sell you with a cheaper premium but you need to look at the whole picture to find out what is covered. Um, hospitalizations for psychological issues. Say you have to go in because you need a medication adjustment with supervision, not just because you need to go in because you're a danger to yourself or others. Outpatient coverage, you know, how many sessions are covered? Um, what types of diagnosis may or may not be covered? even down to what medications may be covered for psychological issues. Some of them will and won't cover it. I have some clients who um, they've gone through a list of different medications and only X medication works for them, but the insurance will only pay for the generic of something else, or they've had a reaction to a generic medication, and then we have to prove both the psychiatrist and myself, that this is the best option for them and we need to have it covered. So having a psychiatrist willing to go to bat for you or a primary care doctor willing to go to bat for you to prove and learn this term, medical necessity 
to prove medical necessity for some treatments like TMS um, treatments um, to approve certain medications for certain conditions. It may be slightly off label, so they will have to prove to the insurance company that it's medically uh, necessary, medical necessity. It may be some notes back and forth um, between your provider, your subscriber, prescriber, and your insurance company. If you do not have insurance and you are still working, inquire about employee assistance programs, otherwise known as EAPs. That may be a way for you to qualify for at least five to eight sessions, but be aware that you will be responsible for out-of-pocket costs for the other sessions, because it's not often and very rare, in my opinion, that people can be cured in five, eight, 12 sessions. Many people have been dealing with these issues. That's why we're telling you when to request professional help for months and years. And it takes a while to retrain your brain how to calm down, to train you how to manage your anxiety or depression or other mental health issues or grieving or um, stress or anger issues. So check to see if there is an employee assistance program. Check in your community, use 211 to see what services are available in your community at the community mental health level for individuals without insurance or who have very little um, ability to pay out of pocket. And lastly, some of these community-based agencies like the Women's Resource Center here or a couple of other coastal, they may have a sliding fee scale or the Jewish Community Center may have a sliding fee scale where you can get services at a reduced amount but still have licensed, trained professionals working with you. So these are some ways of getting care once you acknowledge and accept that you need care or that someone you care about needs care, professional help. I hope this was helpful for you. Drop me a message at info at drcarmonsears.com, K-A-R-M-O-N, um, to let me know what other mental health and health issues you would like to have me cover on here or to let me know which types of podcasts are more helpful to you. So thank you again. Um, you have been on the couch with Dr. Carmen. Be well and um, be happy. Mm -hmm.